Good evening, my exhausted mangothoners. You may want to skip this episode completely, as today's story not only consists of dreadful political satire, but you may consider it to be incredibly disgusting as well. Don't worry, I won't feel hurt. I can't even see you. You could be naked and flipping me off right now, and I wouldn't know. However, you should know that this is exactly the way I prefer to picture you. As I write this, about one month in the past, I've also just written the first draft of the Mucho Mango Mayo promo, only I accidentally spelled promo P-O-R-M-O, and now I'm completely distracted by the idea of watching a pormo movie. Speaking of movies, the non-pormo kind, I mean, this episode catches me right in the middle of a movie marathon. I just watched Pretty Darned Green, the wonderful sequel to How Green Was My Valley, and as soon as this is done, I plan to check out False Grit, in which spurned wife Hen Cogburn exacts her revenge. Enough of that crap. Here's the story I warned you about. The sissy pants among you are welcome to squeeze their hands between their buds and their drums and go la-la-la-la-la as if that could keep out the surge. The Surge by Matthew Sanborn Smith. When the guy from USC said drinking piss gives you superpowers, well, we all knew he was full of shit. Another intellectual elitist. Worse than that, Bob said, an elitist intellectual. Thanks, Bob, but anyway, you get the picture. Some bastard who got educated and goes on TV instead of working on new cell phone features like he's supposed to. When the president said that drinking piss gives you superpowers, well, we had to admit she had a good point. We all drank piss. She's the president, and she has God on her side. She's practically the pharaoh. Right away, people started speaking up and saying things like, My friends and I have been drinking piss for years, and we don't have any superpowers. We'd come right back at them and say, You and your friends are all just a bunch of perverts, and perverts don't get powers. They don't have the moral fortitude. When people started falling off of roofs and getting squashed by cars, we knew where we had gone wrong. We weren't drinking enough piss. Up to that point, we'd been drinking our own. But really, what kind of sense does that make? We started in on each other's. And by the way, Bob, I think you need to drink more water. I don't think it's supposed to look like that. No one was flying or super speeding or anything. A lot of people pointed to their projectile vomiting as evidence of a bona fide power. We weren't doing that before we started drinking piss, they said. The disbelievers couldn't argue with that logic. One lady even said her crocheting had improved. So there you go. The White House said we were almost there. They advised us to buy more beer. We did. Talk about a surge. Those of us whose crocheting hadn't improved went on all piss diets. It looked like some people were dying from piss poisoning until the news said that the powers that be and the executive and legislative branches were as one on this explained that those people weren't really dead. They had just acquired super hibernation powers. That was too much for the other guys. They pointed to the article on page H17 of the Times with the headline MIT study, Morons Drink Piss, and added that this whole thing was a conspiracy set in motion by the breath mint cartel ridiculous i stood up on the table there was a table did i mention that and shouted intellectual elitists i'm going to hibernate all over you i took a swig from my glass nothing happened all right maybe not today but soon we'll show you all If this story filled you as you emptied, scramble it and other eggy wonders over at my seasoned griddle blog, the1000.blogspot.com. I talk about food a hell of a lot on this show. Does anyone get hungry when they're done listening? Well, not after this episode, of course. This is one of the thirsty-making ones. But in general, or click down right here at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Don't tell me you love me. Don't tell me I don't want to know. In the comments for this post, or over the C-mail me, and we'll shove right off again at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or even BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. We're always shoving off. The SF Signal is mother. The SF Signal is father. Especially at SFSignal.com, where it surrounds you in fluffy pillows of science fiction with only the occasional sharp jabs of this feathery podcast. 
Now I want to have a pillow fight. You don't need to wait for me. I'll show up on Wanted at your door with my pokey pillow so long as you subscribe by touching me on the orange RSS doozy that's just sitting there between my homepage and my belly button. Or subscribe through iTunes and tell us about your belly button, assuming it's an Audi. Or if it's an innie, go on about your belly hole in a many-starred review. See that guy over there? Such a belly hole. Ah, fuck it. I don't even care if you follow me on Twitter today. Catch up with me tomorrow. Shoot me up with electric money using the donate syringe on that home thing and watch me get high on your stash if that's your idea of a good time. Don't do electric money drugs, kids. Give them to me instead. This podcast constantly blurts out the wrong thing in every given situation while furiously shaking its Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 on ported license at you. Faux pas. Roll over and kiss me tomorrow with your stank morning breath when this will be Matthew Sanborn Smith saying, uh, and then after that saying, don't put the cart before the horse, put the cart on top of the horse. What's the horse going to do? Take it off? I'd like to see it work the buckle with its one enormous toe. That's why horses are our slaves. Good night.